Chapter 8 of the Life of St. Teresa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. The Life of St. Teresa by Teresa of Jesus. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter 8. She mentions what great good her soul received by not having entirely given up her method of prayer. Also, what an excellent remedy prayer is for gaining what we have lost. Not without reason have I been considering so long this life of mine, for I clearly see that it will give no pleasure to anyone to look upon such a wicked creature as myself. And really I should be glad that all those who read this account would abhor me, in seeing a soul so obstinate and so ungrateful towards him, who has bestowed so many favors on her. And I wish I could obtain leave to declare the many times I failed, during this period, in my obligations to God, because I was not supported by this strong pillar of mental prayer. I passed through this tempestuous sea almost twenty years, between these fallings and risings, though I rose very imperfectly, since I fell again so quickly. And in this kind of life, which was so far below perfection, I made almost no account of venial sins, and for mortal ones, I feared them, it is true, but not so much as I ought to have done, since I did not avoid the dangerous occasions. I can declare that this was one of the most painful kinds of life which can be imagined, for I neither enjoyed the sweetness of God, nor the pleasures of the world. When I was entertaining myself with the amusements of the world, the remembrance of what I owed to God gave me pain, and when I was conversing with Him in prayer, the affections I had for the world disturbed me. And this was a conflict so very painful, that I know not how it was possible for me to endure it for one month, much more for so many years. Herein I clearly see the great mercy God showed me, that, dealing so much as I did with the world, I could still have the courage to apply myself to mental prayer. I say courage, because I see not one thing in the world in which there seems to be need of greater, than to be carrying on treason against a king, and to be sensible that he knows it well, and yet never to depart from his presence. For though it be true that we are always in the presence of God, yet, methinks that they who converse with him in mental prayer are in a special manner in his presence because then they see that he regards them whereas others may remain some days in his presence without remembering that he looks upon them true it is that within this time there were i believe many months and sometimes perhaps a whole year that i kept myself from offending our lord and i gave myself much to prayer and i used some and even great diligence that I might never offend him more, and this I here declare, because what I write now is to be delivered with truth, but I remember little of those good days, and therefore it may be thought they were few, and the evil ones many, yet few days passed without my giving a considerable time to prayer, unless I were very sick, or extremely busy. The more ill I was, the more I was united with God, and I endeavored that those persons who were then with me might be so too, and this I begged of our Lord, and we spoke very often of Him. And so, with the exception of that one year of which I have spoken, during the eight and twenty years which have passed since first I began to use mental prayer, I have endured this battle and strife for more than eighteen, through conversing with God and the world at the same time. In those other years of which I have yet to speak, the cause of the war was changed, though this has not been inconsiderable. 
but as i was then i think in the service of god and had a knowledge of the vanity of the world all was sweet and pleasant as i shall declare afterwards now the reason why i have given this account is first in order that the mercy of god and my ingratitude towards him may be discerned as i have before mentioned and secondly that it may be understood how great a blessing god bestows on that soul which he disposes to practise mental prayer with a good will even though she were not so well prepared for it as she should be but if she persevere therein whatever sins she may commit whatever temptations may be presented to her or whatever falls she may receive in a thousand different ways from the devil i consider it certain that our lord will in the end bring her safe to the port of salvation as it seems now he has done so to me may his majesty grant that i may never again expose myself to be lost many holy and good men have written on the benefits he obtains who exercises himself in prayer i mean mental prayer and glory be to god for it and even if this were not true though i have but little humility yet i am not so proud as to venture to speak on this subject but i may presume to say something of that concerning which i have some experience and it is this that whoever has begun mental prayer i wish him not to give it up whatever sins he may commit in the meantime since this is the means by which he may recover himself again but without it he will find the work much more difficult and let not the devil tempt him as he did me to leave it off through a motive of humility but let him firmly believe that god's word cannot fail that if we truly repent and are determined not to offend him any more he will restore us to the same friendship we enjoyed before and bestow on us the same favors we received before and sometimes even greater if our repentance should deserve it whoever has not commenced this exercise i beseech him for the love of our lord not to deprive himself of so great a benefit here we have nothing to fear but much to desire for though one should not advance much nor strive to be so perfect as to deserve those favors and caresses which god gives to perfect souls yet the least which he will obtain will be to advance along the path that leads to heaven and to know that it is the right way i trust in the mercy of god that no one ever made choice of him for a friend whom he did not well repay if he persevered for mental prayer is nothing else in my opinion than a treaty of friendship with our lord often speaking alone with him who we know loves us and if you love him not yet for in order that your love may be sincere and the friendship may last the conditions must be reciprocal and we know that nothing will be wanting on our lord's part and that our nature is vicious sensual and ungrateful i repeat if you do not as yet love him so much on account of the difference which exists between his nature and ours yet considering how important it is that we should be on terms of friendship with him and how much he loves us we must bear patiently the pain of conversing often with one whose nature is so different from ours oh infinite goodness of god it seems to me that i see you and see myself in this manner o oh, joy of the angels how i desire when i consider these things to be dissolved in loving thee how certain it is that thou dost suffer much when we do not allow thee to be with us o oh, what a good friend thou art my lord since thou continuest to caress us and patiently to bear with us and thou waitest till we make ourselves like thee and in the meantime thou dost endure our corrupt nature 
thou takest into account my lord the few hours during which we love thee and by one single act of repentance on our part thou forgettest all our offences all this i have clearly seen in my own case and i cannot understand o my creator why the whole world does not strive to draw near unto thee in order to share in this close friendship the wicked who are not of the same nature with thee should come to thee that thou mayest make them good and that they may suffer thee to be with them though it were only for two hours in the day yea though it were with a thousand distracting cares and thoughts of the world as i myself was accustomed to have and to recompense the violence they use in order to make themselves love being in thy company for neither in these beginnings nor afterwards can they avoid these distractions thou obligest o lord the devils to abstain from attacking them and each day thou dost lessen their power over them and thou givest them strength to overcome these evil spirits o life of all lives thou dost never destroy any one who puts his confidence in thee nor any one who desires thee for a friend but thou sustainest the life of the body with increased health and thou givest the same to the soul for my part i cannot understand why men should fear as they do to begin the practice of mental prayer nor do i know what they are afraid of the devil however strives all he can to make us fearful in order to do us thereby some real evil of thinking how much we have offended god how much we owe him that there is a heaven and a hell and what great labors and sufferings our lord endured for our sake this was my prayer which i continued during all the time i was in these dangers and thus did i meditate whenever i was able and often for some years i was more desirous that the hour should end and more anxious to hear the clock strike than to attend to other good things and many times it happened that whatever penance was set before me however great i would more willingly have performed it than prepare myself for prayer and it is certain that the violence which the devil employed against me was either so insupportable or my own wicked habits were so great that i was induced not to go to prayer and the sadness of my heart was such when i entered into my oratory that all my courage was necessary to help me to force myself at last our lord was pleased to assist me and people say the courage i have is not little and it seems our lord has given me greater than is usually given to women but i have made a very bad use of it but afterwards when i had made use of this violence i found myself in the enjoyment of more quiet and more consolation so that sometimes i had a desire to pray since then our lord endured for so long a time such a wicked creature as myself and it appears clear that all my evils were remedied by this means of prayer what person however wicked he may be can have any reason to be afraid for how wicked soever he may have been yet he cannot be so bad as i was during many years after i had received so many favors from our lord and who can distrust our lord since he bore with me so long and for this sole reason because i desired and procured some time and place in which he might be with me and this i often did without any inclination of my own but only by the great violence which i either offered to myself or which our lord offered to me if therefore the use of mental prayer be so proper and even so necessary for those who do not serve god but offend him and since no one can possibly find it can do him any harm which would not be much greater without prayer how can they omit it who serve god and desire to love him 
most certainly unless a man wishes to pass through the troubles of this life with still more numerous troubles and to close the gate against god himself lest he should by this means give him comfort i cannot understand his manner of proceeding i have indeed much compassion for those souls who serve god at their own cost but as for those who use mental prayer our lord bears their expenses and repays the little trouble they endure with many pleasures that so they may bear those troubles for his sake concerning those caresses which our lord gives to those who persevere in prayer i shall speak more at length further on and shall say nothing here i will only mention that prayer was the gate through which god bestowed on me such great favors if that be closed i know not how he will bestow them because though he should desire to enter a soul to regal both himself and her he has no means of doing so because he wishes to have her all to himself to be pure and to be desirous of receiving favors if we put any obstacles in the way and do nothing to remove them how can we expect him to come to us or desire that he should bestow great favors upon us in order that his mercy may be seen and the great benefit it was for me not to have omitted prayer and reading i will here mention since to understand this point is very important what kind of a battery the devil raises against a soul in order to gain her and with what art and mercy our lord endeavors to draw her to himself in order that others may be on their guard against those dangers to which i expose myself but above all things by the great love with which our lord seeks to draw us to him i entreat others for the love of god to keep themselves from dangerous occasions for when we are in the midst of them there can be no security against so many enemies who attack us especially as we are so weak in defending ourselves i wish i could here describe the captivity in which my soul was bound in those days for i knew well i was a captive but yet i could not understand to what i was a slave nor could i wholly believe that what my confessors represented as trifling was so very bad as i felt it to be in my soul a certain person once told me when i went to him with a scruple that although i should practice the highest degree of contemplation yet such occasions and conversations were not prejudicial to me this happened to me towards the end when by the grace of god i was separating myself more and more from great dangers when they observed me to have good desires and to follow the exercise of prayer they thought i did a great deal but my soul knew well that this was not doing all i was obliged to do for one to whom i owed so much i am now grieved when i consider how much my soul suffered and what little help she received from any one but god and how many opportunities i had for pleasures and pastimes by being told they were lawful but the torment which i endured by hearing sermons was not little for i was particularly fond of them insomuch so that whenever i heard any one preach well and with animation i conceived a particular love for him without endeavouring to feel it though i know not how i came to have it it seems to me that no sermon could ever be so bad which i would not willingly listen to although in the opinion of others who heard it the sermon might not have been good but when it was it gave me particular pleasure i was seldom or ever tired with speaking of god or with hearing him spoken of this was after i had begun to use mental prayer on the one hand sermons gave me great consolation but on the other they tormented me because by them i understood that i was far from being what i ought to be i begged of our lord to help me but as far as i can judge 
i was to blame for not putting my whole confidence in his majesty and entirely distrusting myself i sought for a remedy and was diligent therein but i understood not that all is of little use unless we strip ourselves of all confidence in ourselves and put all our trust in god i desired to lead a true life for i knew well i was not doing so then but that i was fighting with the shadow of death and there was no one who could give me life i could not take it myself and he who could give it to me had reason enough not to help me since he had so often drawn me to himself and i had left him End of chapter eight